0: episode number is this? Five. Four. Four. Five. Five, yeah. Are we recording? We're recording. Ah, oh, hi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> welcome to, the reason I was asking what episode we are is because I was going to welcome you to episode five, but I completely forgot what number episode we're up to. So welcome to episode five. We are so happy to have you back and listening to Takeaway's podcast with me, Alex, from Alex's Kitchen Story, and my wonderful co-host, Emma, from the Coe family. From the Coggy family, from newfound fame,
1: from hum- <laughs> humble roots in Auckland to pursuing fame and fortune, flapping my gum. <laughs> it's off to a great start. It really is. Episode 5, well, we recorded about, I don't know, 15 before we started, so I'm not surprised you're confused.
0: Yeah, we actually did, which is a, a bit of a shame that some of them we didn't get to use just because of like audio issues and not recording properly, or yeah, some of them were too old by the time we actually launched this live. Um, but now we are literally recording every week, um, and they're going reasonably quickly after we've recorded. So that is good news for our pop culture fans. Yeah, yeah, it'll all be pretty current. Yeah, and there is a lot of pop, a lot of pop culture. My like
1: all of mine this week is is lowbrow, so strip in. Your knowledge of pop culture always, always amazes me. Mine's so subpar. Such a useless skill to have. Like I didn't recall anything during my law degree, and I recall. Every single thing there is to know about, I don't know, Lady Gaga. Is that helpful? No. Andy. Handy. Great topics of conversation. Well, yeah, this is the only forum where it's helpful, so. It is very helpful.
0: Let's hope this day's (laughs) off. And you educate me, and I'm always grateful for that. Thank Thank you. you. What did you have for dinner last night? Well, last night I had my favourite,
1: favourite dinner, which is the Pizza Pilgrims, Double Pepperoni, Spicy Honey, um, so good. I met a friend, met a friend for pizza, had some drinks, and she was like, "I'm meeting a guy after this. We're gonna go for drinks. Do you want me to get him to bring a friend?" And and the guy coming was 25, so I was like, "No, but I'll I'll bring someone." And I got on I got on Hinge and and invited a date last minute, and it was really fun. And he, and he came. Was, and he came.
0: No, you went what? You went on. <laughs> Please can we just backtrack for a second? So sorry, you were out, you were out for pizza with a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you went on And she bought a date And so then you went on Hinge and She was date. meeting a date After
1: dinner And so I was like She was like Let's make it a double I was like how fun
0: And oh yeah Oh my god That is so fun It was really fun <laughs> And was it good? Was he great? Yeah it was, it was
1: really fun We drank a lot But it was uh, Yeah He was actually really nice and, and cute How successful I'll
0: see him again yeah Oh so wait How old was he?
1: 29 Oh yeah I've had to stop telling my dates About the pod though Because then I can't talk about them
0: Yeah true Then they'll come and listen like
1: the doctor from the other week who I sat down and I made him write it five stars. <laughs> good. Pray God anyone listens to it. I thought that was the only reason you were going on dates was to get us five star reviews. Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, it was actually really fun. And the pizzas there are immaculate. Oh, you get it with the little with the truffle crust dipper. Oh wee. So and the drinks are so cheap. So good. And they kept bringing us out free shots and like we had massive shots of limoncello of four pounds. And then they'd bring us like what's the almond one? Oh, my God. And Marito. Yeah. We're going and stuff. So, anyway, it was really fun. But, yeah, that was my... That is
0: so much fun. That was me. I'm actually quite jealous of, like, you guys who still date and I have all these fun times and I'm just, like, this haggard pregnant woman at home.
1: I came over to yours on Wednesday and was jealous that you've got this beautiful home with your husband and you're, and you're growing a, your own little rat, like... The grass is always greener.
0: Everyone wants what they can't have.
1: Exactly. Especially on a Sunday (laughs) night. I'm like, I wish I was married. It is nice being married on a Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And maybe a Monday. (laughs) Awful on a Friday. (laughs) Wouldn't catch be with a ring on a Friday.
0: (laughs) Tell me about your meal. What did you make? Uh, Last night, I actually made a tofu meal. I want the details too because I learn a lot from you. Okay. I cooked with tofu last night, which I actually haven't done for a while. I have such a love-hate relationship with tofu where, especially at the moment, being pregnant, I haven't, like, loved meat or chicken that much. Like, I find it quite a powerful flavour. And I'm not, it's not that I feel sick anymore and I wasn't, like, ever totally put off it, but it's just not, like, my favourite thing. I never really feel like it. I love tofu, but I'm just always so conscious that tofu is so processed. Yeah. Like, so, so, so processed and... Not that I'm like totally against eating processed or packaged food at all. Like I I certainly do, but I'm just always like slightly conscious of how much. I think it has a reputation of a bit of a superfood, but actually it's just hyper processed soy. Like it's not. It's just a. it's just not meat. It's good for protein. Like it has great protein. And yeah, obviously it's got like environmental benefits and that kind of thing. But yes, totally. It's just Entirely processed, but I do love that it's just so plain and it kind of like laps up any flavor. So I made it with a Korean sauce, which was absolutely delicious. If I do say so myself. <laughs> uh, fried it in corn flour first to get it really nice and crispy, which was actually a trick that I learned from a friend who had learned it from her much younger sister, like years ago. We went round to her place for dinner, and her she'd just been home, and her little sister had taught her. And I was like, oh my god, this is genius! And after I had it I suddenly saw it everywhere like everyone was putting their tofu and corn flour first so yeah learned that off her but did that in the recipe and then put the sauce on at the end so it was kind of crispy and then coated in the sauce and then just had it with rice and broccoli it was very simple very very simple but it was good yeah oh you said that
1: about the dinner you made me on Wednesday you didn't even film it or put up a recipe and I was absolutely mind-fucked it was so good and I was like oh my god when's the recipe going up and you're like it's it's not this is just a simple curry it was not I didn't eat till like 2 p.m. the next day. I was rammed. I was so full. I actually full. could
0: do um, a recipe for it. Yeah, you actually got a lot because I had been eating all day at work, so I wasn't that hungry. So you had like two and a half servings and I had a half. <laughs> 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 I couldn't stop either. I was so That full. curry, I actually, yeah, I did it with Thai red curry paste and then paneer, which you wouldn't usually do. Like usually you'd do paneer with an Indian curry, but I just, again, wasn't feeling like chicken, which is why I did paneer for us. But yeah, maybe I could do a for it. Nice! Who would you like to have over for dinner this week?
1: So many. this. I feel like we've got so much to get through and we don't have that much time today, but am I permitted to have two? Of course you can. Well, there was someone I was going to say who I don't want to have, but I don't want to put myself in a bad mood because I'm going out after this. That witch of a woman, Pearl. She Who makes me sick. Horrible. To my stomach. She's a creature. She
0: is an embarrassment to all women, the way she puts us down. I know. And I'm, Piers Morgan, shame on you for giving her a platform. I'm actually not a total anti-Piers person. I know you are. But I actually quite like a lot of what he does. Sorry if that offends anyone. I feel genuinely devastated that he gave her a platform to speak on, like, he agrees
1: with it. I don't think he likes women very much, even how weird he was with Meghan Markle and shit. Like, sure, he might be
0: educated on some points, but he's fucking weird about women. Yeah, can you explain to our audience who she is, just in case people don't know? Because I actually didn't know who she was until this morning. Oh, she's like a female
1: Andrew Tate. She's this bog-standard, hyper-Republican, Midwestern woman who has made a name and made a made a lot of money from basically being the anti-feminist, from telling men everything they want to hear, from saying women shouldn't have the vote and women shouldn't have power and men are so much better when they're in charge, which is objectively untrue. Like she, she's basically, yeah, she's a female Andrew Tate and we should detest. I just get her out. (laughs) She's basically, she's looking for, you know, one woman fortune or fame or a man or whatever. And she's undoing Honestly, years of like agony of trying to get men to see that it's actually not that great being a woman sometimes, and she's like, "No, women are stupid. We shouldn't be in charge of anything. You men know what's going
0: on." It's like, get a fucking grip! No wonder people are lapping it up. Uh, who the hell is lapping it up? Like, honestly, I'd love peers to meet someone who's lapping. Let me shout. My house it's napping in the next room. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, that's not who I'm having. So you're not having her. I'm not having her,
1: but I am having. I am having two <laughs> guests as well. First of all, is Hosier. I'm going to a show tonight. I'm absolutely pumped. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. I was fell in love with his music when I was like on my exchange in 2015. So you know when music like massively like takes you back, yeah, somewhere, yeah. So it's really nostalgic. And it, he's just like, oh my god, everything about him is just so great. I love him. Someone wrote that he's like, if a man was written by a woman. I
0: was like, <laughs> that sounds like a bit
1: of you. It's God, that's a bit of me. But yeah, I'm really excited. And what would you cook him? He's Irish. So I don't know, spuds, potatoes. <laughs> Is he Irish? Yeah. And like, that's how I knew, like, one of my friends on Exchange was friends with him. Oh, wow. And that's also why I was obsessed with him. Although I did hear, you know how the Irish all go on their six year holiday to Ireland? No. What's it's that? It's kind of like their schoolies. Oh, okay. And apparently Hosea wore a full length leather coat the whole time. No. It's in Greece. And I was like, Oh no, he sounds like a school shooter like no. that. Oh, sh- <laughs> when I was on this Irish hen this weekend, one of the girls said one of their friends went on a date with him and then he ghosted her. I would allow it though. He's allowed to ghost. I've been ghosted <laughs> once before by that um that actor.
0: Oh my god, please tell the story. Yes. You actually have to tell the story.
1: Basically, I just got out of a serious relationship. And this was my first day, and I was watching Bridgerton. And it was like, it was that weird period between Christmas and New Year. You don't know what, what was up. And I was swiping and this guy came up and he'd liked me. And then he popped up on my screen on Bridgerton. And I was like, and I was mind fucked. So obviously I was like, oh, that's actually giving me a full body shiver. Like, that's incredible. It was so, so weird. And I was like, oh my God, is that you on Bridgerton? he's like, yep. And I was like, oh. so we're on a date. First date was fantastic. You should clarify that he wasn't a main character on Bridgerton. No, oh my God, I wish. Oh no, 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 no. He was as extra as they come. I wouldn't be shocked if his name was not in the credits. Like, nothing. No, no, no. Not a chance he made that scroll? No, no, no. No, 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 And then, yeah, the first date was great. Second date, he told me he wanted me to be his girlfriend, which should have been my red flag. But yeah. I've, I've thought this before. Like, the problem with love bombing is I'm really receptive to it. Because I'm like, of course. <laughs> you love a compliment. In fact ramp it up. I'm like, of course you want that. And I was like, no, no, no. Third date lasted a weekend. He told me he loved me. And I was like, oh. obviously. But I said, no, I don't want a boyfriend. I don't want a relationship. I just got, oh. out, of, I just got out of something. And he was also Alexander the Hamilton on the West End. So we'd w- like wake up in the morning and he'd like sing me the Hamilton songs, which I found unbelievably cringe. Like this man gave me the ick so many times, but on the flip side, he's saying shit to me, like, I'm going to be on the Oscars red carpet next year. I can't wait to have you on my arm and shit. Yeah,
0: I mean, I can see, I can see how you got as deep as you did. But for me, if he was, if a man was singing to me, <laughs> I would run a mile. Like, I know some people love that, but it's just not for me. I hated it. It gave me
1: such a an, knack. And I'd say that I'd be like, can you do this song? And he'd be like, you know, that's not one of my songs, Emma. I was like, <laughs> I do. And then, I finally, I think maybe three weeks in, I finally said, okay, fine, let's be exclusive. Uh, and he ghosted me. He's a psych. <laughs> And then he came back two weeks later. I remember he sent me those photos being like, oh, it was middle of COVID, the middle of COVID. And he was like, I've been in hospital. And I was like, oh, yeah, for two weeks. And he's like, I had a routine operation on an old rugby injury. I was like, in the middle of COVID? As fucking if. People can't even different. get their cancers cured. Like, yeah. And then he sent those photos and he said he'd had an allergic reaction to the anaesthetic and his head was all swollen up. Oh my God.
0: Yes. Wait, wait can we actually just, We I, I feel like you're speaking so fast. We need to go back to that. So he <laughs> pretended to Emma that the reason he goes to do it was because yeah. he was in hospital and then she didn't believe him. So then he sent Obviously. pictures, which looked like they he just gone onto some sort of fat face filter <laughs> and sent them all to her. And he had screenshots for some reason rather than just sending you the pictures remember and he had favorited some of them so you could see it was like 50 now you can see all the tiny photos along the bottom there were like 50 of him with his fat face so grand. and he'd like favorited some of them so some of them were like hearted Uh it was absolutely bizarre and then he like rang me and was like begging
1: to see me again and I was like I've got to go back to work bye and then he like kicked off at me and was like I've just confided in you about my allergic reaction I'm a I'm a public figure, like,
0: this is a big deal for me. No, you're not. This is a big deal for me. And that was it. I mean, do we think he actually did have an allergic reaction? Like, I still to this day believe it was the fat filter. No,
1: no, no. He looked fucked. Like, he looked terrible. I think it was real. But I don't know when it was. We don't have a... Look, I'll never know. Mm. He's someone. He's one of those people who has, like, you know, how many odd thousand followers and follows zero people. Oh, really? the arrogance. Didn't he say his mum was sick at one point as well? Yeah, he'd be like, that—that hey, that was also whew, that pulled on the heartstrings. He'd be like, "Mum's in hospital. I just I look after her and shit." And I was like, "Does he even have a mother? No one can be sure." <laughs> so, anyway, I'm a I'm a dab hand at being ghosted. After that, Hosier take me out and ghost you, and ghost me. That's fine. I obviously, as we know, drink through these. And um when I haven't bought alcohol, I go to our table of, like, weird shit that n- people have left behind. Today
0: we're having the Midori Apple Sours. Oh, that's quite young. Yeah, we're
1: going to make me sick later. It's bright green.
0: I feel like, uh, I, did we used to drink that when we were younger, maybe?
1: Shit, yeah. Absolutely, it's 15%. Is that low or high? Low. Very low. Vodka's 40. Oh. Sorry, so Hosea, who I'm in love with. And then the second is... um I want Dalton Gomez. Who's that? To come for dinner. Selena's brother? Ariana Grande's... No. Ariana Grande's now ex-husband. Have they broken up? They've broken up. Oh. I don't know how we end up talking about her on... Because you love her so much. much. (laughs) Her and Olivia Rodrigo, they can do no wrong. But yeah, they've divorced. I genuinely think she's still in love with Mac Miller. And she's just trying to fill that hole in her life, which is so fucking sad.
0: Did he die?
1: Yep, so they broke up, I think because he wasn't kicking his addiction. He's always been addicted to drugs
0: oh, right. and
1: alcohol, and I don't think he was kicking it. She tried for years, and then they broke up. I feel like she felt like he chose, from what she said, like the addiction over her, basically. And she sort of lashed out by pu- very publicly dating and becoming engaged to Pete Davidson. Oh, And then he died of an overdose because his cocaine was laced with fentanyl. And he, they found him, this is so sad, but they found him like in a prayer position because he was quite religious with like blood coming from his nose, which is so dark. But yeah, horrific. And um, they basically his parents managed to find his dealer and prosecute him. Why does Ariana get engaged to everyone? She wasn't engaged to Matt. To the others. They were just very in love. To Pete, I think it was like a...
0: She just needs to slow down a little bit. Yeah,
1: I, I watched a TikTok on it and they were like, this is why whatever she is, 29-year-olds shouldn't get married. Like You could have just dated for a couple of years. Now you've
0: got to get lawyers involved. Yeah, literally. So she married this dude and now they're getting divorced, which is really sad. My advice would be date for about 10 years, (laughs) like I did, just to be sure. Rage until they propose, (laughs) just to be sure.
1: See, I want Dalton to come and tell me all the About the breakup. Yeah, that would be great. It would be absolutely fascinating. How long were they together for? Two and a half years. But she felt like Pete Davidson... Allegedly. We need to say that. And? Allegedly felt like Pete Davidson kind of used it for fame. Oh, right. Like in her lyrics, she's like, look at you, boy, I invented you. Like, But Dalton had 400 followers on Instagram, didn't accept anyone else. Like, oh. you know, fully private, really, really cute. What does he do? Real estate agent or luxury real estate property developer vibe.
0: He's probably signed a deal with, um. what's this show, Selling Sunset Now? Imagine, have you ever watched that? Yeah, I have. I actually... I weirdly, I've done this a few times actually, I watched it, I did it with the Kardashians as well, I watched it backwards, so I really wanted to, because everyone was like talking about the finale. I can't even remember what happened now or what season it was. So you skipped straight to the finale. So I thought I'd watch the finale just to figure out what happened. (laughs) It's like reading the last page of a book. But I I wasn't interested in watching the series, but I was like, I just want to know what all the hype's about. Okay. So I went and watched the finale, and then I loved it so much that I went all the way back through the episodes. Oh. And watched it backwards, and I did exactly the same thing with the Kardashians. Nice. So you'd recommend Selling Sunset? Yes, I actually would. I actually really would. It's a bit scrappy every now and then. Like sometimes I'm like, "Oh my god, here we go again." But then when they're not fighting, I'm like, "Come on, girls! Surely, yeah. surely someone's going to do something in a second. Surely. I'm not a huge reality TV
1: person, but like they don't. Nah, Love Island. That really surprises me. I'll watch, although I'm not watching it this year. But nah, I don't. Nah, it doesn't really pull me in. But I probably would like it if I gave it. I just really don't like the Kardashians, and that kind of puts me off the whole genre. I'm so surprised you don't like the Kardashians.
0: I love the Kardashians. I've seen like two episodes and it just makes me, again, je detest. I think you need to give them another shot because I didn't really like them until I watched their show. But on their show, they're very likable. You would love it. Okay, <laughs> let me,
1: yeah, you know <laughs> I'm not going to watch it if you say that. <laughs> I was hearing that like Kim has access to beauty treatments that no one's ever even heard of. That it, doesn't surprise I'd me. I'd be interested if she'd like lift the little nose, but they never do.
0: But. Why would anyone in their right mind invent a beauty treatment and only give it to one person? Like that can't be true. No, she gets cutting edge stuff that is not available to the like, public. That's the dumbest business model in the entire world. Yet. Or well,
1: they're like, we've got this incredible treatment that we don't have the resources to go global. You can have it first, and then you can like,
0: well, and keep it a secret and don't tell anyone.
1: Out. Well, she's not going to tell people what she gets. To-
0: no, exactly. That's why you, as a business owner, you wouldn't go offer it to her. You'd try and make money. You make a good point. Maybe I should slow down on the shots. (laughs) I don't think anyone would do that in their right mind. Imagine if you were looking to start a business and you were like, okay, here's our plan, investors. We're going to offer it to one person and make sure they keep it a secret. We're going to give it to Kimmy K
1: and Kimmy K only. No, I just think she gets it first before the rollout and then it rolls out. Like imagine the first iPad. Someone gets the first iPad and then it, then they roll out. This isn't our best
0: work. Seeing as you rudely haven't asked me who I'm having for dinner this week, I'll ask myself. I had three people. You're allowed a one. Mine's a little less exciting's not the wrong word because I actually do love her and I do think she's exciting. Um, is Kate Hawkesby. Oh. I just absolutely love her. I love following her on Instagram. I find her really interesting. I find the points she raises really interesting. I always wish that I could listen to her show from over here, which I can't. But whenever I'm home, I always listen to her. And I think she'd be a really fascinating and great dinner guest. I'm not acquainted with her very well. I know she's good looking. She is beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. She's married to Mike Hosking. I think they have one daughter together. They have a phenomenal house up in Matacana. I think they live in Auckland, but they've got a place in Matacana as well, which she sometimes posts on her story. And I absolutely love her. What would you cook her? I don't know. I'd need to ask what she likes to eat because I'm not very familiar with it. Um, but I feel like Kiwis just love having like meat and a couple of salads. Yes. And maybe a carb. So, I think I'd probably have to do something like that. Like whenever I go home, I feel like that's what everybody always eats, like. That's all anyone needs to eat barbecue, delicious barbecue meat and mm. do some ham chops,
1: yum, mm. something like and that. And then and then one of your like salads when you tell me about the watermelon salad and someone was like what can I substitute for watermelon like I don't know make another fucking
0: salad I just wanted to be like look this probably isn't for you this recipe if you don't like watermelon do you have two brain cells to rub together like Google do you know any other fruits um, yeah I could make her the watermelon salad I feel like she'd quite like that yeah I think she would What are you watching or reading this week? I am about to start our book club book. Don't we have book club next week? It's on
1: Wednesday and I'm away for the weekend. Are you gonna be able to finish it? No. But I will give it I'll give it a red hot go. I know we've heard it's bad, but then one of our friends this is a horror story. One of our friends was so engrossed in it that she um was getting onto the tube reading and her leg went through the gap between the train and the platform. She did not mind the gap. She did not mind the gap. Oh, my fucking God. The bruises. And she said
0: no one helped her. Sometimes Londoners suck. Yeah, I think that's really mean. Like, imagine how much pain she would have been in falling through that gap. between, And it also would have been terrifying. Terrifying. Like, oh, my God, the poor
1: girl. Um, And then I was walking in the tube yesterday and heard another guy telling his friends a story about when he saw a guy fall through the gap and he got stuck and everyone had to get off the train and push it so he could get out. Oh, that is horrible. Oh, my God. Can I tell you the other piece of gossip that I heard when I was walking through the tube? Yes. it was. I was walking behind these two girls. I love gossip. When I tell you I followed them for a little longer than I should have, this girl was like, oh, so, and then he he went on Instagram and liked all of the photos on my, like, professional design account. And her friend was like, that's so cute. And she goes, no, he's playing with fire. She checks his phone. And I'm doing their wedding invitations. Oh! And I was like, oh my God. Why is she checking your phone? Has he already played up? Are you getting with him? How did you get onto him? Did you meet through the invitations? I have so many questions. And then they turned off
0: to a different tube line and I couldn't follow them. You should have followed them. You should have abandoned your travels. So wait, can I just confirm something? So she's Hit me. the designer and she's designing this couple's wedding invites. And the groom has gone on and is flirting with her through Instagram. Correct. Or maybe more. Correct.
1: She was like, his mistress checks his phone. And I'm designing their wedding invitations. He's playing with fire. Why is the girl checking the phone? I I will never know. If, if, (laughs) Girls, if you're listening to this.
0: Please get in touch. I thought you were talking to just like our female listeners and then you were like, please get in touch just with no context. (laughs) I now realise you were talking to the specific girls who were chatting. Just those two girls who were British. who will probably never hear this. Oh, my God. That is such good gossip. I can't believe it. I have so many questions.
1: Yeah, same. But, yeah, sorry. So I need to start reading that and I'm watching The Lincoln Lawyer, which the TV show, not the movie. Have you watched that? Yeah, I've, I've given it a go a couple of times and have never been able to get into it. It's very American. It's always number one, though. Recommended it by a few people, but it's very, like, kind of feels like that show's scandal. It like, just feels very, yes. very Americanized. It's a bit suit, scandally,
0: sort exactly. of. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But the one thing I will say is that it's got the blonde girl from Ugly Betty, and then it's got Josh from Ugly Betty too, her love interest, and I absolutely love it. When, like, two people from a previous movie or TV show show up in another one. Because I'm like, your buddies. Yes. And one of you pulled the other one in. And it is my favorite thing. And it's so cute.
0: One of my favorite things in the world was on Big Bang Theory when Penny, like, her dad had been in a few episodes. Obviously, everybody knows that I love Big Bang Theory. And <laughs> her dad had been in a few episodes. And then when she married Leonard, her mum finally appeared in that episode. And it was her mum from Eight Simple Rules. <gasps> Katie Siegel. The audience went nuts. Like, oh my so gosh. cool. It was
1: so, so cool. Oh, my god! Oh, that's sh- Katie Segal. Sorry, not Segal. Segal. She's in Brooklyn 992. She's Jake Peralta's mom. She is. She's the best. The best. That show was so sad the way that he actually, that the dad actually died. I
0: know. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That episode broke my heart as a teenage girl. Horrific. John Ritter. His son's now an actor really
1: yeah but yeah so 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 sad so sad because did he was he sick no he dropped dead dropped dead it was a heart condition that is so sad or a cardiac event i should say i don't think it was a condition like it was there was no warning
0: i should probably read the book club book part of my issue with being in a book club is that i don't like being told what to do you don't like being told what to do (laughs) and i almost rebel against being forced to read a book and forced
1: to like reading in this day and age when we have TikTok and we don't have to have delayed gratification anymore, everything's instant. Reading is almost—you feel like it's a, a virtue, like it's an achievement, and, yes, or or a task, yes. And so, reading something you no, you haven't even picked yourself, you're like, oh fucking as if. Totally, totally.
0: I think I'm just going to only partake. I think I say this every week when there's a book that I really want to read, like a cheeky little thriller, a little thriller. A crazy woman who turns out not to be crazy. That is my genre. The girl on the train, baby. Yes. That is. Like, that's me, you know? That's the sweet spot. Everyone thinks she's crazy, and then it turns out they are all... Do you feel some some personal affiliation (laughs) with that? (laughs) I love when a woman is right. Many A's in your name. And what do they stand for? And they stand for always right. Sometimes
1: you're proven incorrect, but a lot of the time you are proven correct. We doubt you. We are naysayers and then you are you are dead on.
0: It's a very rare day that <laughs> I am wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a blue moon. Once in a month of Sundays. One of my toxic traits actually is that because I like I think quite a lot about all the decisions I make. Like I'm not a very thoughtless person. I'm like I'm quite thoughtful and not in the sense that like I'm really nice to people and really thoughtful. I don't mean it in that definition. I just mean like I think a lot about decisions that I make. I'm an overthinking witch. Yeah. (laughs) And so I always think when people don't make the same decisions as me that they're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's a very human trait. Do you think? Or or is it just sometimes I worry that like it's a me trait and it's not a very good one
1: to have. This is a good one. Listeners, chime in. Yeah. If someone disagrees with you and does something different, do you think they're morons or do you think That's just human autonomy.
0: Yeah, I'd love to know that actually. I would absolutely love to know that. Um, So yeah, I'm not reading anything as per usual. I really should. I'm actually going away though in a couple of weeks. So I'm hoping to maybe read on the plane. Watch the space. It's
1: like that meme. That meme that's like um, the illusion of being productive on a plane despite decades of evidence.
0: Yes. That went up on Meme Monday this week. It is
1: so true.
0: Like, whoever is going to work on a plane, especially in economy? Like, maybe if you're flying business class. Especially
1: the poor. <laughs> what have you got to work on? You don't have spreadsheets. Go to sleep. <laughs> no, when I, see a, when I see someone working on a plane, I think there's something wrong with them. Like, no. kick back, man. Your made-up money can wait. I always think to myself, I'll finish that off on the plane. And I never, ever Never. Do. Never. I get there and start late doing it and just twiddle my thumbs on the plane watching bits.
0: Um, And this week I'm watching Young Sheldon. So I really branched out from Big Bang Theory. (laughs) And I'm now watching Young Sheldon. Honestly, I think there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't like to expand my own brain at all. Like, I just love to be in this place of comfort where... I just watch my same familiar shows that I love. I don't read any books outside my comfort zone that I don't want to read. Don't, don't say it because Gen Z will tell you it's a,
1: it's a trauma response. Is it? Extreme extreme comfort. Yeah. You don't want anything new. You
0: want the comfort of maybe it's being an oldest child. That's traumatic. I think it's just laziness. I don't think I haven't had any trauma. It's just ultimate laziness. Also, I'm just so tired at the moment. I honestly can't even tell you how tired I am. Like, I hate to pull the pregnancy card, but I'm
1: gonna pull it. Please do. It's your girl. Go- oh dro- sorry, I just drooled.
0: It's just exhausting. Like, it's a tiredness I've honestly never experienced before. And I didn't get the tiredness in my first trimester that other people did. So, like, so many people were like, I'd have to take, I was speaking to a girl at work the other day who was pregnant, and she said that she just had to message her boss at like two o'clock like most days and be like I'm gonna be offline for a few hours like I need to have a nap I'm so sorry and she had to tell work quite early because she was just so shattered and I, I honestly didn't really have that like I was tired but I wasn't like unable to stay awake I think because I was so sick I was just so like conscious of that all the time but now heading in at end of my second trimester heading into my third I am absolutely exhausted I just get so shattered, and even my my joints and my bones are tired. Like, when I walk home from work, I literally walk so slowly like a little old French woman living in the south of France on a hot day. I mean, you're
1: growing a whole organism. I don't think women get enough credit. Like, it's shocking that I would say that. But you are growing a whole human. It's ridiculous that you have to work at all during this time, to be honest.
0: (laughs) Sorry, no, I can't meet you (laughs) (laughs) again.
1: Meet me here. You know. <laughs> it's phenomenal what your body's going through.
0: Yeah, I'm an absolute hero.
1: Also, sorry to all our listeners. I've listened back to our pods and then Mount. The number of times I've said phenomenal or fucking phenomenal is fucking phenomenal. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I say it
0: all the time. It is, well, it's obviously the best adjective. I love the word phenomenal. I actually phenomenal. said... You use it a lot too. I love that. My, I know. I use it all the time. My I was at work the other day and I was like pulling together this kind of like more longer term strategy and it's basically going to work out that I'll pull together like the strategy and then I'll leave and go on mat leave and someone else will have to implement it and I was talking to my boss about it and then her boss's boss came past and we were like oh you know we're just chatting about this blah blah blah. and her boss's boss was like to me oh like you're going to just do all this work and then leave and I was like I know it's phenomenal timing from me (laughs) (laughs) and it just came out And she laughed, luckily, but I was like, oh my God, Alex, don't say things like that. Say like, oh, I'm absolutely devastated. I won't get to do all the hard work to see this through, you know. I was honestly just like, was like, well, what is wrong with you? She would have been absolutely gobsmacked. Like, okay, tell me how you really feel. She would have been shaken to her core. She would have been like, I've, I've never heard an employee speak like that before. <laughs> I'm out of here, bitch, May
1: This rogue Kiwi. <laughs> oh, sorry, we should also clarify. In our first episode, I think you were like, Tesco's yuck.
0: Yeah, no, sorry. No shame to, tes- to anyone who shops at Tesco if um, anyone was offended. I just work for Sainsbury's, so I love Sainsbury's. O's is superior. You've you've got to admit, like anyone who's been into any of the stores would certainly. You've admit been drinking the cola. Eh? Sainsbury's is superior, but no shame if you choose to shop at Tesco. Actually, I don't think many people really have <laughs> really have much of a choice where they shop in London. It's like, where's your closest store? You know, it's really just a game of location. would you like to buy this week well very exciting
1: news we are buying podcast microphones this week
0: Woohoo!
1: Woo! i'm so excited we're gonna be so official it'll feel so professional so we're buying that what i want to buy is i found a bag from Lueva that i'm literally obsessed with but it is uh it's a cool 1400 pounds but it would be the perfect summer bag yeah so i'm either i'm looking for a sugar daddy or you know just buy one that looks like it. Yeah, sugar daddy could be a good option. I think i have aged out. Yeah, true. Well, all well, my sugar daddy would be like eighty, which is ooh,
0: I yeah, simply couldn't.
1: You'd have to go quite I know, old. I know. I'd have to be competing with these twenty-one-year-olds. It's it's a
0: young woman's game. I just always think cuz you know there's sort of like that narrative that like surely it can't be that hard to be a sugar baby, you know? Like you just go on a few dates a week, but well, like
1: well you have to compromise your morals. It's a problem.
0: Yeah, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Like surely it would be miserable experience. Like don't get me wrong, get that bad girl. I think I would I would maybe give it a go. Like get your money,
1: <laughs> but I'm I'm not cut out for
0: it. I'm like if it's just it can't be that good. Like it, it can't be too good to be true. Literally. You could have an SD on the side, you know. I am intrigued by it, though. I'm very, very intrigued by it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I kind of do hope I'm wrong and that they just live the absolute dream and kind of keep a D low, so that you don't mm. get a, too many other sugar babies. I think I'd be a horrible sugar baby. I'd end up, like, arguing with someone on politics or something. <laughs> Actually, I'd probably agree with them. <laughs> You'd disagree with them? I think I... Am aged out of the sugar baby game. Yeah, I think we are. Unfortunately, I think we really are. I think we are.
1: But my little sister's twenty two. We could we could sh- put me in coach.
0: We could put her in. See how she gets on and share the profit. We could pimp her out and take a cut yeah. of her profits. Not in like a uh, not in like an authentically pimp way. Just yeah, yeah. like <laughs> just like we send her out on some dates. And taking notes. She has a she, she has a boyfriend now,
1: but this is all of my friends' favorite story and my least favorite story. It brought everyone except me <laughs> so much joy. She and I had hired a boat, and this guy swam over to it oh you've got to be good looking to have a guy swim from one boat to another and he was wrapped. to be fair he was like he'd obviously, he obviously spends a lot of time in the gym but he had like a phenomenal body how old was he he was 30 okay so like our age our age yeah. and lived in london yeah perfect my sister lives in portugal anyway he was like can i grab your information and i like i was like, "Sure." And then he texted me later that night and I was like, so Ooh, he got your number. He got my number. Yeah. And then he texted me later that night and said, hey, I'm into your sister. Can you get her number? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: awkward. When I tell you I was humbled through the floor and I'm like, fair enough. She's like eight years younger than me. She's taller than me. She's tanned. Everything. But I was shaken. He was like, look, we can work through the Portugal thing. And fair play to her. She was like, honestly, I'm not interested and said that. And I was like, love that for you. But it was a real reckoning, a real look in the mirror for this ancient bitch.
0: Unbelievably humbling to have him message and say, can I have your sister's number? For my baby sister's details. That is just so funny. I just love that. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. Speaking of boats, I actually really want a new bikini as something that I want to buy this week. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that, was a, that was a really nice segue. <laughs> that was a beautiful segue. We were in bikinis on the boat. Yeah. Tell me what one you want. I don't. I want a Hunza G one. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't really need one this summer. Well, actually, we had a phenomenal June, didn't we? Like the hottest June on record was absolutely Unbelievable. amazing. July... Couldn't it be worse. Like it's <laughs> so cold every day, and like we have had sun, like it's patchy sun, but just not warm. So I really don't need a new no. bikini, but I just want one. You know, when want- you get to summer and you just want new togs. And and I love seeing pregnant women in bikinis. I think it's such do a do you? I've, I'm a bit like, is what are the what's the go with that? No, there are no
1: parameters. You can do whatever you want, but I think you would look. So good in a bikini.
0: Thank you. I um. You're still t- yeah, tiny I always, as well. It just seems like I don't know. For me, it feels like so aggressive to get like such a like stretched big stomach out. But I know it's really normal. I know people do it all so the normal, time, Look at but it feels. It, I know totally. And even like non celebrities do it. I feel like everybody wears bikinis. It's so 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 normal, and um, when they're pregnant. But I think probably just because I haven't worn one and when they haven't really been in summer, the thought of me like. Getting my whole bod out with my massive belly is quite alarming. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Like a literal beached
1: whale. No, you—you're such a petite person. Like your whole bone structure and stuff. Like your liver, you know. Even at, look, even if you—you you can wear a bikini any size, whatever your level of pregnancy. I rate it.
0: Thank you, thank you. Well, maybe
1: I will get myself a new one then. Definitely do, but will the only wish I have is. Will the
0: Hunza have enough support for the gals? I know, and that's actually... You're going to have to wear a sports bra (laughs) under it. That is actually of concern because they're not known for their support, you know? They're not supportive on me. And my boobs at the moment are enormous. Like, I've always had big boobs, and at the moment, I'm like... Like, if I can't breastfeed, because I'm quite keen to breastfeed if I can, and if I can't, I'll be honesty fuming that I've had to go through having the hugest boobs my whole life and even bigger in pregnancy and then they won't even be good for anything (laughs) I'll be absolutely spewing useless
1: others nah you'll be fine useless others no hopefully you'll be fine you're such a young mom when you when you're basically a child bride when you see that snapchat and you're on the tube and you're like people must think I'm Christian because I'm such a young mom (laughs) Honey, no
0: one thinks that. No, no one's questioning that. They can see those frown lines above your eyes. <laughs> they can see those gross feet from a
1: mile away.
0: <laughs> no, I think I said people must be wondering what religion I am because I'm so young <laughs> to be a mother. <laughs> Could be any of the orthodoxes. <laughs> that was actually quite funny from me. That was very
1: funny. you <laughs> were very, very, very funny. <laughs>
0: As I've learnt on social media this week, I'm just going to cut straight to it because I've got something I want to talk about. Sorry, I know that's really rude. I should, have, I should ask you. But I was watching something on TikTok the other day about corporates freezing eggs and whether or not that is a good thing or a bad thing. And kind of, I know the consensus with most girls is that that's a really good thing, really positive. I hate to play devil's advocate. You love I or do I I hate it so much. Don't let me play devil's advocate. I wish I could agree with you. I just think it creates a really, really messed up culture, and I just don't agree with it. And i i don't I don't know where you stand on it. I'll tell you. As someone who is currently pregnant, at work, it's so hard being a girl in a team. Finding out that you're pregnant, and then like a promotion role comes up, or you see people leave the business and go for other jobs or, I don't know, just like further their careers while you're sitting there growing a child and you're a bit like, oh God, yeah. I'm taking like such a massive leap here against my career, you know? And it's something I really wanted, don't get me wrong. But you're always, you know, thinking, God, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Is this, the, is this good for my career? I mean, the answer is no, it's not good for your career at all. And I think if you, I didn't have any pressure from my work to not get pregnant in fact, because I've got such great mat leave policies, you'd almost argue it was the opposite. But as an employer, if you are putting that pressure on girls to say, no, stay working through your fertile years, freeze your eggs, and that becomes the culture, I just think that is unbelievably messed up. Like, I'm I'm quite anti it. I think Interesting. if your husband had it, I mean, eh, eh, partner, sorry, I shouldn't say husband, if your partner had it, that would probably be a quite good better than you having it I think because they don't feel the same pressures so like if he was allowed it for his partner say yeah yeah I think that's I think that actually works better no that makes sense if if my yeah if my boyfriend was like oh I can freeze your eggs yeah even then I I still think it would add to the pressure like if you wanted to have a baby and your partner was like oh well I get this thing at work don't worry don't stress we can freeze your eggs. Dude. It's still adding to that culture and it's still saying to women I will worry women, and I do stress. Yeah, you you don't need to have a baby yet. And also we all know freezing your eggs isn't foolproof. You can't just defrost them one day and get pregnant. Like there could be so no. many things that no. could go wrong in that process and you still could end up being too old to carry that baby. Yeah. And I I just think it creates a really really messed up culture, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Uh my thoughts are are uh, varied. I can completely see your point.
1: It does. Like, I'm sorry, it's undeniable. Everyone knows that that benefit is there to keep women in the workplace. It's the same reason that if you work until seven at a lot of big companies, you get free dinner. If you work till 11, you get an Uber home. Some of the law firms, if you work, if you stay overnight in one of the pods, you get a free blouse and pair of knickers the next day. And a blow wave. And a fucking blow wave. It's all an incentivizer. Um, And let's not be so naive that we're like, oh, this big tech company is 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 helping me. Being so nice. They're not helping you. They're helping themselves. I do think it gives women choice. And that's what I like about it. I would like to have the choice not funded by me, funded by my work. But that is also naive because that's me saying in a vacuum, if I could have them now all freeze, hmm, what do I get to do? But in the real world, I, I appreciate and do agree to an to an extent that you are under pressure then. To same way that you can't go, shouldn't go home at six day till seven. Have your dinner. You shouldn't have a baby at thirty. You should freeze your eggs and have them at thirty-five. I completely see what you mean, but I would still rather my work offered that than didn't. Really, you would would, would be my baseline. Absolutely, but I'm not in the same place as you. I'm not ready for yeah. kids yet. I'm not there yet at all. See, I would
0: rather they didn't. But that's
1: probably because we're in different like places yeah. with kids. But I think the more options a woman has. You can say, you know, don't let the pressure get to you then, but
0: that's naive and yeah. I haven't been in your position. I think, I think that, yeah, I just think it, I think it's naive of people to think that the corporate is doing good by them.
1: When has a big corporate done anything exactly.
0: for exactly. anyone? Like everything is for them, you know?
1: Everything is for them, but yeah, pay me so I can afford it myself. Should yeah. I want it, don't exactly. bake it into my contract so I feel obligated. I would rather have the option, for sure. I can see why you would. I, I, I totally appreciate why you would. I like to have the choices, but I can also see that you would feel awkward if your all the female colleagues in your team were freezing their eggs and you are like, well, I'm going to go get knocked up now. You'd be like, oh, you don't have dedication.
0: Definitely. Where's your, I don't believe your dedication to Sparkle Motion. Like, And it I, might you know. not be like an overnight thing where they introduce it and within six months the culture's changed, but I think over time that takes a real hit on women's confidence to be able to go away and, and go on maternity leave and have a baby and do what a lot of women do want to do. Yeah. Totally. I mean it's biological to want it, you know. Like people want it at different ages. Some people want it earlier. We're, no, we're not we're not aligned on that.
1: You don't believe it's biological to want a baby? No, 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 no. I I mean I understand the biological push, but... Emma, rats want babies. <laughs> we've overridden so many biological urges. I think this is honestly a real societal push. I would feel like I do want kids, not yet, but I think I would feel more pressure from society than from like a ticking clock or anything. I think it's extremely baby. abnormal in our society. I think my sisters, the younger generation's A lot of them don't want kids because they see the logic of not having a child, you know, in terms of money and how much sleep you get and shit like that. At the moment, I would feel more pressure from society, I think, than internally. I have probably overthought it, though. Shocking for me. (laughs) But I think I've I've probably overridden that internal push by being like, oh, you know, it doesn't make sense. And you're
0: da-da-da-da-da. It doesn't make sense. But you get so much joy and happiness from children. So it does make sense. But you don't want a dog. No, I don't. They their food
1: smells. And there's so much joy there's so much joy you get for a dog, you're like, Ugh, couldn't be me. And I'm like, I can't look at kids like that at the moment. I'm like, Ugh. No, it's fair enough. I love your baby. I love <laughs> I'll love your baby like it's my own. And I can't wait to babysit her or him.
0: Remind me to never ask you to babysit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna go for a rave. <laughs> no, I think there is a huge societal
0: obligation to have children. I do think society is part of it, but I think society has been led by biological urges. I, I don't think society is stronger than biology, is my Is my point of view on it. Listeners weigh in. And to be honest, like
1: my, my mind changes on stuff all the time. You know, a year ago, if you'd said, do you want a boyfriend? I would have said, Ugh. and now I'm like, oh, is it the worst thing in the world?
0: Right now I'm like, children, Ugh. but in a year I might be like, Is it the first thing? But I don't think everyone, like, hits 30 and wants a baby. You know, like, everybody would come at different ages and stages to want a baby. Like, some people want them at 20. Yeah. That was the last thing on my mind at 20. But, you know, some people want them at 20, some people want them at 40. As my granddad once told me, I'm a late bloomer. He has
1: a word for it. It's like optimist or something. That's so funny. And it kind of stacks. Like, I do often feel like a couple of beats behind you guys.
0: Yeah. No, I I don't think beats is the right word. I'd say you're a couple of beats in front in terms of intelligence level, but I think you just want to settle down slower.
1: Merci beaucoup. <laughs> I do, I do want to settle down slower. It gives me that, it gives me that claustrophobic feeling. But I'm, I'm growing out of that. Boys, line up. Um, anyone listening, please send in whether or not you want kids. Go on, especially if you're Gen Z, because I just see so much of Gen Zs being like. Couldn't pay me, couldn't pay me.
0: But that's because they're young. We
1: would have said that when we were that age too. No, but they're like, I, we would never have said, I never want children.
0: But a lot of our friends did. And they've come around oh, they? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Look, we're here to be educated, especially by the youth. So tell us. Speak
0: for yourself. I want to be one of your help.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You tell us what you think. Let us know. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I was sitting in a, I was sitting on my leather seat in a, in a sundress and I sat up. And you could literally hear my ass cheeks peeling off the seat. I
0: hope you can't hear that. (laughs) I hope you can. We on that note, we are completely out of time. We are so over time. And you need to get to your concert tonight, which I'm very excited for you to go to. Have I seen him live? I have, haven't I? Were you with us at Glasgow when we went? No. No. Who did I see at Ali Pelly? Paolo Nutini. Oh, I thought it was the same guy Let's not talk about
1: that sorry. No, that's the other one I love so much I was thinking about that the other day And I thought, I hope she appreciated him I'll see him again I'm sorry to say, I did not I really don't
0: appreciate live music ever How are we friends, eh? I know, we're very different Are we going to do takeaways today? We are Do you have anything? Because I actually do I actually do Okay, you go
1: This is for my gals Unfortunately, I don't have a Oh, gals and guys Unfortunately, I don't have a crush at the moment But There's nothing that can make you more delirious than a crush. It is so fun to have, but, well, A, a crush is nothing but a lack of information. So don't run away with it. And B, if you want to keep your head on when you have a crush on someone, I heard this tip that is unless you're actively communicating with them, like you're texting them or they're texting you, don't think about them in your spare time. That's when, that's the fun part, but that's the part that makes you unhinged. That's the part where you're like, oh my God, he's probably like this and he's probably like that. He's probably not. He's probably none of those things. So don't run away with it. Um, only think about him when you're actively in comps. So how do you not think about them though? How do you get them out of your head? Just be really busy. Be busy and have, have discipline. Just be, uh, you're like, oh my God, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder if I'll see him at this. What should I wear? Da, da, da. No, none of it. Cut it. Focus on yourself. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's good advice. I yeah. wish I had a
0: crush that I could use it on So bored at the moment. What about that guy from from Pizza Pilgrim? I don't have a crush on him. Thank you so much for listening guys. We really appreciate it as always. Please email us at takeawayspod at gmail.com.
1: Is that correct? takeawayspodcast
0: at gmail.com or at takeawayspod on Instagram. At takeawayspod on Instagram. Um, We love hearing from you. Hit us up. Have a lovely week. Bye guys. Thank you.